0: Hello, and welcome to A Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan. My pronouns are he, him, and today I am joined by...
1: Hey there, guys. My name is Tyler. My pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire affected street exorcist.
2: Hi, everybody. My name's Christina. I will be playing Elyon. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. Uh, They are a water-aspected investigator.
3: Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman.
2: Hi, my name is Britt, and I play Resh Ferris. My pronouns are she, her, as well as Ferris's. She is a wood-aspected dragon-blooded who has a familiar named Zeke, who is a ferret. And she's kind of a performer, petty theft.
0: And this is Exalted, like a dragon-blooded. Hey gang, I wanted to clarify some things for this episode. If it wasn't obvious yet, we do play a little fast and loose with distance and particularly the rush maneuver in this episode. Normally the rush maneuver is used to close multiple range bands in combat or to stop a disengage. In this case, we use it for a race. Normally you would use extended actions with feats of strength for that, but the race is short enough in game time that we felt the rush action and the charms the characters had were more appropriate thematically. Also, there was a misunderstanding about how animal levels increase, to clarify it is five motes or more from your peripheral essence pool in one go, not over time. Besides that, we do get into a kind of social combat, dealing with the realtor of Spires Divine. The group talks to him, but picks their words carefully and plays up his intimacies enough that I think they didn't actually need to roll anything. I prefer as a storyteller to reward good roleplay over rolling dice. Also in this episode, we begin to look into the Delson culture. As presented in the book, they have strict gender roles, but one gender may present as the other with no consequences save wearing a piece of grey clothing. Thing to denote pronouns. While this was fairly progressive in the early 2000s when it was written, things have progressed further. I choose to see the Dareth, those who have taken the gray, as either somewhere between non-binary or people in the process of transitioning, and they are using their culture's older norms to essentially make sure people either ask for clarification or do not misgender them. Finally, on this episode, the race is on between Divine and Ricky, and can Ferris hold on tight to Lucille. Elian goes their own way around the Field of Gold and gets a job in the process. And then finally, they ascend one of the towers to meet Tatemano Samir, the Realtor of Spire's Divine. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and at the end, we're going to have outtakes like usual.
3: Gonna do some limbering up stretches, and then get in my most professional cross-country running starting pose. We'll be be sure to have my though. money when
0: we're ready.
1: Oh yeah, make sure you make it to the other side, asshole. I'm gonna bet the I'm gonna bet the 14 yen or uh, the 14,000 yen on myself.
0: Sounds like a good plan. All right. Uh, so Ferris, are you going to just trot along on the horse?
2: uh pretty much like i'm going to just go like whether it's running trotting whatever i'm just going to go
0: so the three of you kind of get going at the same time brit uh if you could make me a dex and survival roll since you're basically going to be clinging clinging to this horse instead of really trying to ride it
2: does the horse have actual an actual mane or is it fire
0: it has an actual mane it, it can ignite itself when
2: it wants. I'm going to wrap my hands into its mane as well as I can, so that way, like, they're attached. And
1: Lucille probably has a saddle with, like, reins and stuff.
2: Does she? I mean, it's your horse.
1: I don't know. Uh, riding a horse bareback sounds like an awful time, so probably...
0: She, she she does for for Ricky yeah
2: okay well then I will wrap the saddle around each of my hands to kind of be able to hold on better and make sure I'm situated in the saddle as best as I can do it I, I guess I'm just gonna do what I can to stay on I'm gonna make sure Zeke is inside of my like blouse so he's kind of protected as well
0: uh I'll give you an extra two dice for that uh if you could give me that uh that roll.
2: So three extra total?
0: Yes, so that'd be three extra total. One from the specialization and two from the stunt. All right, five successes. So I will describe this whole this whole scene for us uh, once I figure out what that Ricky and Divine are doing.
3: Just before I bound off in my first leap, I'm going to look back to the crowd and uh, say with a certain amount of arrogance, But slightly flatly. You want to see some magic shit?
0: You motherfucker. <laughs> Excellent, Cody. Uh, I love it. And so you're going to just uh, basically start weeping and it's going to take you like basically like 15 rounds to get across.
3: Yeah, something like that. Like I'm going to like the first round is going to be a big leap so that people don't lose confidence in my ability to kick the shit out of Ricky in a race. But after that, they're going to be uh, slightly smaller and taking up the full time to get across without getting
0: myself called on fire okay and tyler how are you doing this
1: so i have a pretty in-depth description i want to use but for how does rush work
0: so rush is kind of like a charge that you would use in uh it's like a charge action for uh for combat i have a charm
1: called bellows pumping stride the dragonbud darts forward with an explosive burst of speed to pursue her foes. She rolls an additional non charmed die on a roll rush for each one that appears in the Rush character's opposing role. And if possible, I would like to use that to, I'm going to let, going to be cheeky and let Divine, like, get a little bit of a head start like he's going to. And then just, like, blaze a path to catch up to him. And I'm wondering if I can use Rush to do that.
0: You know what? Uh, I like that. Uh, And since you and Cody are technically working together on this, you both would know that that's what you're gonna do. Sure.
1: But, uh, for the description of it, I'm gonna let... I'll let let you play out how Divine does his thing, and then I'll describe what I'm gonna do.
3: Alright, so after we decide that it's gonna actually start, Divine, like, jumps up from his sprinting pose, does, like, a somersault into a back... like a back handspring, and just Pushes off of his hands, flying through the air, fifteen yards, twenty yards. I guess.
0: I think that your stuff is since you're basically using your uh, your aura to do it is kind of like happening automatically, and yours is kind of set at a set pace. Yeah. Whereas uh, Ricky's is going to be the uh, the more uh, explosive uh, needs to actually have some dice rolled uh, for it thing. So let's say that you get about let's see, like three rounds in before that uh, Ricky starts rolling. And at this point, also, uh, Lucille has uh, basically bounded off. In the course of a single turn, uh, the horse basically sprints forward, uh, bounding across the field of glass with Ferris, barely, Ver- Ferris and Zeke barely being able to hold on and uh, keep, keep their grip. They're able to, but... It's to the point that like the wind is rushing at Ferris's face and Zeke is like holding on to her blouse as that like they are more like striding across the air than actually touching the ground. This fucking monster horse is moving so fast. Divine is moving uh, at at his measured pace across and at about the third of the way there, Mark, Ricky burst forward with explosive energy. Uh, Cody, I need you to make me a de- an opposed Dex and Athletics role versus uh, versus Tyler for hey. his per his charm.
1: Hey, Brendan, can I do a description real quick? Yeah, of course. I'm going to see uh, I'm going to see Divine flying through the air and stuff. I'm going to be like, "Hi, fly boy. Pretty neat trick. I'm going to slowly kind of saunter into the, the field of the uh, field of gold with my hands in my pockets and kind of like the, the heat hit me for a few seconds maybe like watch a small piece of clothing sear or something or like fire. i'm gonna like get down crouch real low and be like well, let me show you how a real dragon crosses the field and then i'm gonna dart right after him
0: you know what i absolutely fucking love that um i'm gonna give you a two extra dice and an auto and an auto success
1: Eh. It's even for when you realize Ricky's full name.
0: Cody, I need you to give me a Dex and Athletics roll that opposes uh, Tyler's because of his charm. And then, Tyler, if there are any other charms you want to use, please uh, let me know.
1: So how the charm that I am using works is for every one that he rolls, I get an additional non-charm dice.
3: So I'm going to use uh, two boats to use my effortlessly rising flame technique. Uh, it adds one automatic success on my athletics roll and then adds a die for every 10 I roll so that when I roll 10s, that's extra dice to give extra chances to roll ones for Ricky to that, get that extra sucks, dice on. That's such sketchy <laughs> statistics.
0: Um, and Tyler, do you have Effortlessly Rising Flame as well? Mm-mm. Oh, Okay. Alright then, if both of you could uh could roll and we can... Uh, well, I guess Cody's got to roll first before we see how many that uh Tyler gets to roll. Not a single one. Not Excellent. a single one and not a single ten. That's fine. Uh, it's okay.
3: I don't like how that roll is so good yet so bad for our goal.
1: <laughs> hey! <laughs>
3: We're
1: gonna give it a good show. <laughs> but I have an auto-success, too.
3: I do, too. <laughs>
0: within the within the split second uh, Ricky manages to catch up with Divine after giving him a head start these two are neck and neck at this point the horse on the other hand Lucille's not doing so well for the moment but Tyler if you wanted to since that horse is a bit farther ahead you could try and rush at the horse now
1: yeah buddy <laughs> so I need, I need Lucille to roll a rush unless you want to use that roll
0: uh, that would be the role that uh, Lucia would use for uh, combat movement. Unless you want me to roll it again and see if uh, she gets better with more ones.
1: No, this is fine. With the auto success, that would be five.
0: Ricky manages to, uh, pumping fire through his legs, uh, manages to catch up to the horse, and is... Neck and neck with uh with Lucille at the edge here. Divine, are you just uh are you gonna try and uh, catch up and give them a good show or just uh, stay back?
3: I'm definitely gonna try to give them a good show. Remind me again how many motes we have to use to up an
0: animal level? Uh, it is five in one go.
3: Ah, so I. Up uh, an anima level every round I use this. Oh So with the first bound the flames that like the searing flames that Ricky uh gives off as he's passing Divine kinda swirl into a whirlwind around him, creating a kinda flame NATO. Uh and with the Second one. So the anima is like a reflection of your aspect in combination with whatever uh, element you're using that puts you in that anima level, right?
0: Uh, you did until you hit a uh, bonfire, at which point it is your aspect.
3: Gotcha. And when you're in bonfire, you can only use your aspect and stuff. Right. Right. As the fire tornado starts to kind of swirl around Divine, uh, a their aura becomes even brighter with a cool blue flowing air bursting out from their feet as they dispel the uh, tornado and take another bound using my soaring leap technique. And so every 10 on a leap roll rerolls a non one failure. And I want to use the leap roll to kind of add to the distance that I get off of the big air aspect bound.
0: All right, go ahead and roll it. I'll give you another two dice for that. And still no tens. All right. Divine is closing in uh, and Ricky is currently neck and neck with his horse. Lucille seeing a challenge uh, huffs just. And, tur- and turns her head to Ferris as if to ask permission to let loose.
2: Seeing that, Ferris is going to make herself smaller and more aerodynamic behind Lucille's neck and give her a nod and then grip on even tighter.
1: I'm going to give Ferris and Lucille a salute because I know I'm not going to fucking catch this horse.
0: <laughs> Lucille is going to... uh bound ahead of ricky for a like a long leap putting her just a little bit further ahead maybe another 10 feet and as that her already hot horseshoes hit the ground she's going to stop for just a moment and like coil with all the momentum that she can muster as uh ricky and Divine behind her see her hooves burst into flame and she is going to basically rocket forward
1: May I? Because I know I don't need to beat Lucille and I shouldn't be able to. Oh, you're making a roll. Never mind. I'm sorry.
0: I'm making a roll because you can keep using your bellows thing to make rush actions at Lucille.
1: I would like to do that, but I would like to do something a little spicy with it. I would like to cut a little bit to the right and skate behind the the air current of Lucille darting forward as this eight foot tall horse to so not have as much wind resistance.
0: I dig it. I, I super dig it I will definitely give you an extra two dice on that from a, from a stunt
1: and still no ones God damn it oh also Brendan I am one moat away from the second level of my uh anima leveling up it's already done it once his every use of uh bellows pumping stride is three so I'm at nine right now
0: oh boy yeah. Okay, uh, so the horse is going to cross acro- uh, is going to get across the field of gold before everyone else. But following very shortly behind, Divine is super close by, but Ricky is just edging him out. And as the Divine uh, basically lands just at the edge of the field of gold, Ricky is basically following in the horse's jet stream and like blazes past Divine and i
3: fall and divine falls over and pulls one of these and just he lands wrong hamstring, and twists <laughs> his hamstring are, tears an acl oh
0: is he actually like sitting down and doing that on the field of gold i imagine
3: like he's
0: not dumb
3: enough to do that but like just he's gonna it. land and like Play it off like he really hurt his right leg and with his last ounce, shoot into bonfire and do another leap on his left just to try to catch Ricky. Quote unquote, catch Ricky to make it a real good show and then land in like a tumble on the other side safely. And did you want me to roll anything to sell the injury?
0: No, because people aren't really going to notice it. So, um. I need two things from you, Cody. Well, I need one thing from you, Cody. And then I need something from uh, Tyler and Britt. So, Cody, uh, you're in Bonfire. Um, what does Divine's uh, Bonfire Anima Banner
2: look like?
3: Ooh, that is a good question. Divine's Bonfire is a pillar of... What at first glance looks to be blue crackling lightning, but as you get a closer look, the lightning is actually in the shape of... It's a giant fan, is the Jen's uh, Amalur uh, symbol. Pretty much any look and that might be around notices it, because, you know, he hates his family, but he's proud of who he is.
0: Fair. Okay, Ferris and Ricky, could both of you please give me a stamina and resistance roll? Uh, for the record, you guys are currently caught in the tornado of uh, of Divine's Anima Flux happening, which causes damage.
1: This is a bit of an interesting question, but I have two things I want to do here. Uh, I, for one, want to get out of the way of that, and two, I'm one, away from making my own Anima Banner Flare. So can I just uh, rush something else to put myself over the edge and get out of the way of that uh, tornado?
0: He is currently in Anima Flux, uh, which is the bonfire. The next one up for you is Glowing, I believe, because you've only spent nine, right? Yes. Uh, yours would be fine to, to go into. You know that for you, you going bonfire or, or iconic is like not a great idea most of the time. Yeah,
1: don't I set everything on fire when I do that?
0: Yeah, pretty much. He's just—he just has like winds whipping a bunch of shit around. You set things on fire.
1: I just have a really dope thing for my Anima banner that I want to eventually describe, but maybe another time.
0: I'm super down for it coming up at a at a thematically appropriate time.
1: Yeah. Uh, what did you uh, say you want me
0: to roll? Stamina and resistance. Oh, not so bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, you both managed to avoid taking any damage as your, uh, your friend, uh, has whipped out the maximum amount of their anima that they can. Uh, it is going to be about, um, uh, about 15 minutes for his anima to calm the fuck down so then we can, uh, have it actually on recording, uh, the group managed from, uh, basically rigging the gambling against themselves. Uh, or for themselves, to uh, make 434,000 yen. 434? 434,000.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. And that's not counting the 4,000 that Brett has.
0: Oh, you're right, so now you're at 438,000 total.
1: Uh-huh. That's not nothing.
0: That's actually quite a lot, but I want to say, roughly, that is probably about Resources 3.
1: So... Cody's uh,
0: savings. Uh, Cody's yes. yearly uh, financial output. Uh. As the horse racing is going on, Elian, on the other hand, decides to take the scenic route around the Field of Gold towards the tower.
2: I was going to say, yes, that's correct.
0: As that you are going uh, through the marketplaces and uh, everything, uh, going towards the tower where that you are planning to meet with the rest of your crew. Uh, There is a hushed whisper that is just loud enough that you know that it is directed at you. Hey, find her. Get over here.
2: Uh, Elyon's gonna discreetly look around to see where it's coming from.
0: It is coming from one of the darkened alleyways between two market stalls.
2: Okay, they're going to go over in that direction. Just nonchalantly walk over
0: there. When you walk over there, you see a younger man, probably around maybe like 16, 17. Um, you haven't really worked with anyone. Um, I don't want to say you haven't worked with other people in the city before, but this is a pretty common way for people to get uh, for people to get your attention they 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 look to you and they just kind of go, "Hey, you're uh, you're that tracker, right?"
2: I prefer investigator, but yes.
0: Okay, okay, investigator. Yeah, sorry, uh, I, I heard my boss call it something else. It's uh, whatever you prefer.
2: What can I do for you?
0: I've tried. I need you to find someone for me.
2: Find someone for you, not find something.
0: Yeah, find someone.
2: Who is it? And why they need to be found?
0: I need you to find my, uh, I need you to find my older sister.
2: Was she lost? Was she taken? What's, what's involved in all this? I,
0: I don't know a lot of the details. I just know that she was in a lot of trouble with, uh, with the guild,
2: so, do you think the guild took her? Then,
0: that's th- that's the best that I can figure out. Um, it's either the guild or it's something else. Um, she didn't tell me a whole lot. I just know that she was she was providing for us, and now she's gone. And we, I, I, I'd like to be able to find her, and I don't know who else to turn to.
2: Do you have, do you have a name um, that I can go off of, and your name as well?
0: My sister's name is, uh, is my.
2: And yours?
0: Uh, my name is, uh, Idris.
2: Do you have anything to go off of where she was last seen? Um, anything that I can use as hints or clues or whatnot?
0: Uh, the, the last time that I remember seeing her, she was, uh, uh it was about two nights ago in our uh at our place uh she was going to bed uh when that I woke up the next day, she wasn't there at all.
2: um can you take me to your place? It might help if I have stuff to physically hold and look at and whatnot.
0: Sure thing. I just, I, I, I figured that you just kind of did, did, figured this this out. Uh, I'm sorry, I've never had to d- d- deal with a a, 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 tr- a, finder before.
2: The reason I asked is because I've had people come to me before to look for people that they weren't actually asking for. Or should I say the reasons they were asking for. I don't like liars. I don't have time for it. So I want to make sure that this is actually your sister and having something of hers is easier to go off of.
0: We live on the outskirts of the outer uh, or of the old city. Do you want to follow me there or do you want to meet me there later?
2: If I can meet you there maybe tonight, that'd be okay.
0: Yeah, that that that'll work. Um how how much do you usually get paid for this?
2: Well, um, don't worry about that. I'll make time. Um, all right. Let's, how about this? You owe me a favor later. I won't intentionally put you in any danger to fulfill that favor, but you will owe me something later. In lieu of actual currency.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you at our house after, uh, after sundown. And he gives you, uh, directions to the house.
2: I'm going to pull out, like, a little pad and jot that down.
0: Uh, after that, your uh, trip to the tower is uh, uneventful. Uh, you meet up with the rest of your crew as uh, as they are collecting their money.
2: Oh, so I see uh, betting was lucrative.
3: Damn right. It, it It's kind of funny how easy poor people are manipulated, but yeah. Kind of did this to them. Yeah, they shouldn't have underestimated my maintenance. So, uh, I'm gonna need a little bit to, uh,
0: cool off. Uh, by this point, you are cooled off. Gotcha. People were not going to approach the dragon blooded that could kill them if they, if they, if the GM didn't deign to give them a name. <laughs>
3: Fair. And then it'll take me a half hour to go from glowing back to dim. Mm
0: hmm. So you're still going to be kind of uh like there's still going to be like a, a wind around you that's kind of like rustling everything about um but you guys do make it into the tower that you uh kn- that you know to go to f- to find this person.
3: All right. So uh I'm uh, not completely tapped uh but if any of y'all want to handle the talking Please be my guests. Uh, you know, I'm
1: not so much a talking kind of guy. I, uh, I, I'm i more of a, you know, yelling kind of guy. You know, intimidation, that whole thing. But, I mean, if we need to, I don't think that's going to really do well here, though.
2: Uh, when Ricky says he's not a talking guy, Elyon's just going to look at him and just blink a couple times and slowly, like, cock their head. And then look back to Divine. I'm not particularly loquacious, so somebody else should definitely do the talking.
1: I get to I get to run out of the mouth a little bit, and I might offend somebody. I don't want to do that. Not
3: up here. It could, that could end bad. Well, uh, Sparris, uh, how do you feel about being our negotiator?
2: Sure, I will, uh, do my best.
3: You got this. Uh just remember, if uh, if he starts getting out online, line, you just got to assert your dominance. Dominance. Just roll your shoulders back and look down your nose at him. And I would like to use the sagacious elders technique to give uh, to establish the lore that. Rolling your shoulders back and looking down your nose asserts your dominance and give uh, Ferris a specialty when handling, uh, asserting her dominance over this person.
0: Okay, um, roll it.
3: Lore and intelligence? Uh, yes. And plus one because it's bad, my specialty, bad
0: advice. Okay, and, uh, I will give you an extra two dice for it being such bad advice. I'll I'll give you that stunt as, uh, just because th- of the way that you explained it in character. Britt, I guess that you now have a temporary specialty in asserting your dominance?
2: Okay.
3: You know, ju- just in case he gets a little mouthy, it'll smooth things over if, uh, he accepts that he's lower class than
0: you are. Uh, as soon as that you guys enter into the tower, there is a noticeable change in climate, and by that I mean it's like walking out from a hot day into a fully air-conditioned apartment that has not been opened all day. You can see on this first floor that there are many chairs, there are cold water fountains that are bringing up uh, filtrated water from the ground, or I'm sorry, not filtrated water, they are bringing up desalinated water from the ocean, and there are... Moving, ca- uh, moving cars that are going up and down from the floors. Uh, basically, they're elevators that are propelled by magic. Um, and everything in here is made of a unique uh, glass that uh, reflects the sunlight, but does not retain the heat inside.
1: Is this why the, the field outside was burning? Uh,
0: yes, because there are oh, is like... It, is
1: this the London Death Tower, Brendan?
0: Yeah, more or less God damn it The car melting London death tower Well yeah, but there's like nine of them That are all pointed at the field of gold
3: I feel like we need to steal the field of gold Out of principle now Because Whatever city planner designed this Needs to be taught a lesson
1: Field of gold? More like this shit's getting old
2: Listen
0: Buddy they were taught a lesson. It was just like a couple thousand years ago. Good. So uh, you guys go up. There, there's kind of a, uh, a buff looking uh, gentleman uh, who is uh, basically kind of like showing off a little bit more muscle and has like a gray scarf around his neck and is like very clean shaven and uh, kind of nice looking. And when you guys approach they they like steeple their 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 fingers together and like look to you and go hi there uh how can i help you
3: yeah uh we're looking for the realtor of the divine spire
0: oh okay 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 uh so you're you're do you have a uh do you have a reservation with uh mr Mano? don't no. Ooh, 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 that just won't do, that just won't do. Uh, you see, Tatsumano's schedule's very, very busy, so um, I'm not 100% sure that uh, we can fit you in today.
1: Oh, I'm uh, I'm pretty sure it'll be worth the time.
3: Trust me. I would like to use auspicious first meeting attitude and uh, lean on the desk and, you know, bat my young eyelashes. You know, that scarf really compliments the cuts in your muscles. I'm I'm sure as uh, someone who also appreciates the raw aesthetic of athleticism, that uh maybe you could you know find a slot to work me and my friends in. We we can wait a little bit, but it, we won't take much of his time. I promise. And instill uh, an in intimacy
0: with our uh, secretary.
1: Okay. Secretary slash bouncer.
0: Um, what yeah. uh, what intimacy do you want to instill in the secretary?
3: Besto friendos with similar tastes. Okay. Basically, uh, it's kind of flirting with them, but not really at the same time. Like judging by their appearance, I'm acting on the assumption that they care about their appearance. So, being very complimentary of, oh yeah, you look great. I'm also a fan of athleticism. Maybe we could, uh, you know, work out together sometime.
0: Okay. I'm going to say that because you've touched on at least one of their intimacies um, and are not being offensive to them in any way, uh, they have a resolve of two instead of the regular three. Would their
3: guile be lower?
0: Uh, No, it would not.
3: Okay, because it's the lower of the two.
0: I just wanted to be sure. Te- technically, their Resolve and Guile are three, which is pretty standard for a social NPC, but because you're messing around with one of their intimacies, uh, you actually lower their Resolve by kind of uh, appealing to their aesthetic taste.
3: Gotcha. And I'm going to go ahead and spend four mana to give myself two auto-successes. Moats, moats, not mana, moats. So eight
0: successes. Oh shit. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say that at that point they uh they definitely want to be your friend and uh, get to know you better. Well, okay then. Um. Tell you what, I'll. It looks like that uh Mr. Tatemano is taking a uh a little bit of an extended break right here. So if you all don't mind waiting about another fifteen minutes, I can send you up.
3: Oh no. 15 minutes of conversation with someone as like yourself, that, that just sounds so torturous. I'm going to give them a big grin and just lean on the wall and strike up conversation with them for the next 15 minutes. Since I am officially tapped out of all, but like three of my essence,
0: uh, I will say that by time that you guys are going up there, about an hour would have passed. So you guys can all regain five motes.
3: Hey, so tapped out of all but eight of my essence.
0: As you are talking to the secretary, you learn that their name is uh, Aaliyah. They are uh, 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 uh secretary and also one of the people who is in charge of uh, scheduling uh, for new people to come into uh, the building. Uh, Cody, would would you like to, since I know that you are a little bit, since it, I know that Divine is new to uh, the comings and goings of Chiriskyro, uh and the Delzen people, uh, would you like to give me an intelligence and lore role? Sure thing. That's the one. Four successes. Okay, So this is a pretty basic thing that I'm not sure if you already knew and were uh, dancing around on purpose. But basically, if you see a Delzen person wearing any kind of gray, depending on their style of clothing, the the gray kind of denotes it kind of helps denote what their pronouns are. Typically speaking, Delzen men uh, cover up a lot more and have veils across their face uh, and women uh, show off a lot more uh if if someone is i guess uh born as as a male and they decide that they would prefer to be uh a woman uh they basically dress like a woman and wear a piece of like gray uh to denote that they are uh not the not what that they look like yeah. i guess is the best way to put it
3: yeah pretty much their the entire culture is gender fluid and it's all about how you present and wearing the gray is a subtle signifier to let you know to use the proper pronouns correct done deal yeah i remember reading something about that and so i was definitely making sure to but i didn't remember what the signifier was so i was making sure to dance around
0: it you did good. I, I was actually listening in to see if you were going to uh uh call call, call the person who was like a big buff person, like a guy. <laughs> nah. So you guys are going to uh, after about fifteen minute about a fifteen minute wait, you guys are going to get onto the onto the elevator, and it's going to go up uh it's going to go up about fifty floors uh up to uh this guy's office.
1: Brendan, I'm assuming there is a place for me, to, for me to stable Lucille?
0: Oh, yes. Yes, there is absolutely a place for you to stable Lucille. Thanks. After about 50 floors, the elevator dings open and you all are brought into a rather large uh, office. As soon as you walk in, you see about eight people. Uh, I'm sorry, nine people here. Four on each side look to be uh, guards of some kind in fairly heavy duty gear um, and at the desk in the ve- at the very edge of the build, uh, at the very edge of the room near the window there is a man sitting down he is definitely Delzen in nature uh, delson in descent as that he has a veil covering the bottom half of his face So, he wears a veil full of clinking currency, including pieces of jade, silver, and braided yen. Um, He is currently wearing what looks like a kimono uh, slash robe that uh, looks almost like it's been tie dyed in garish colors. And the best and most flattering way that you could uh, describe him is the dude has a dad bod. uh, And he is very. Openly showing that as the robe is basically open and showing off his body. And as he sees you all approach, he steeples his fingers uh, just below his nose. And you can see on each of his little bit of like chubby hands, um, there are rings on each of his fingers made uh, with like gems and like made from like all different materials. Uh, This guy is flaunting his uh, his wealth.
3: Anybody who can see Divine's face, he definitely looks like he just threw his kid into the deep end of the swimming pool and forgot to put their floaties on. You got this, sis. Remember. Dominance.
2: Uh, I'm gonna kind of take a deep breath and walk forward, but make sure everyone else is following. And I'm gonna kind of hold my hands in that like symbol of power when people are talking you kind of like make the o shape with your hands down towards the your waist and just kind of walk with my my head high like i uh am supposed to be here and i'm not like shaking in my boots
3: <laughs> the good old ted talk outward steeple
2: and i'm gonna walk to I, I'm, I'm assuming he's at the end of like one of them long ass like conference tables
0: Um, he is actually at the end of, like, a very large, uh, desk.
2: Gotcha. Um, I'm gonna walk in, but I'm not gonna go far enough where the guards are gonna, like, get all angry with me. But I'll just kind of look his direction, and, uh, I'm here to get information on the property for auction
0: what a surprise to see people like you all here i see at least uh he looks over to uh divine uh who had until very recently been basically blas- blaring uh his anima banner because uh those things can be seen for miles are you the uh, are you the one that speaks for this uh, prince of the earth over here uh he mm, kind of looks you over and there's like a he is clearly trying to be uh courteous and he's waiting for you to introduce yourself
2: uh brendan is remind me is he part of the guild or like against my family or whatever
0: to your knowledge no as far as you all know he is uh part of the uh the Delzen nobility.
3: Uh, When he starts putting on airs and addressing Ferris like she's the hired help, I'm going to play into his assumption, uh, cross my arms, puff out my chest a little bit, and uh, lift my head to look down my nose, showing my retainer how to assert their dominance and hope they go with it.
2: I will follow suit, stand tall, kind of puff my chest out a little bit, tilt my head up and down, look down my nose and just introduce myself, um, you can call me Ferris.
0: He, uh, he looks you up and down for a moment and then, yes, uh, Ferris, um, are you, perchance have the dragons, uh, blessed you as well?
2: I will hold my hand up momentarily, like I'm holding, like showing him the back of my hand, and I'll pull my sleeve down enough to see the bark that grows down to uh, my, the back of my arm, like to my wrist. And then I'll put my hands back down and just kind of nod slightly, but still keeping my pose.
0: He nods and gives you a. Uh, A bow of uh, deference, uh, more or less, to your whole group, as the guards also pull the same number. It's rare that I get visited by... Is that two of you? uh, You would be the sixth prince of the earth that I've seen today. It's very rare to see so many in a single week, let alone a single day.
2: I am under the understanding that there is some property for sale that I am very much interested in and would like to get more information on this property.
0: Oh yes of course the uh that entire floor that uh that infor- that came uh that came up for sale very recently. Uh yeah that's in one of, that's in the 4th tower and that is going to be uh that's go uh that's going up for auction at the the end of the month.
2: What would be the price to buy it outright before it goes on auction?
0: To buy it outright before it goes on auction, Oof. that'll that'll cost you a, that'll cost you quite a quite a bit of koku there.
2: Um, I'm gonna kind of stand a little taller and like look at him, make eye contact. What's the price?
0: All right, Brit. Um, I would like you to give me a charisma and let me think charisma and presence yeah charisma and presence sounds about right uh charisma and presence roll. i'm gonna actually give you a uh two dot stunt so you're getting two extra dice and an auto success and then you're also getting that specialty die so you're getting charisma charisma and presence plus three dice plus an auto success
1: Brendan, is aiding someone a thing in this game? Like, can you, like, assist?
0: Not really.
2: Since I am acting out what Divine has instructed me to do before he came in here, is it a possibility I could use performance instead of presence? Since I'm trying to act out the whole asserting dominance thing.
0: That's spicy. You know what? I I like that, and I will let you do that for now, but once it it starts going off script from what that divine might have uh, might have uh, might have given you an idea to do, that's when it's gonna turn into presence for you, okay?
2: So that's a total of nine successes.
0: Nice. Oh wow. Okay. Not bad at all, half, right? Oh, I see. So you're just looking to just buy it outright instead of waiting for the auction. Okay, well, the auction is looking to start at about, uh, we're hoping for bids around to start at the end of the month, uh, around 9 million yen. Uh, so if you wanted to buy it outright, uh, you would have to at least double the opening bid.
2: Give me one second, I might have a thing. Okay, I don't think I have what I thought I might have. Is there any way I can roll to see if he's just pulling our leg on this? Like, if it's really not going to be that much, or if he's just trying to highball us and discourage us from doing it? Basically a read intentions type of thing?
0: Uh, Yeah, there is actually a read intentions uh, roll. Let me just look that up real quick. It's perception plus socialize, and it's versus guile. His guile is a four, by the way. So if you want to uh, stunt that in any way or add charms, uh, just let me know before you make the roll.
2: So other than just like knowing the area and being born here and living around here, kind of knowing about how much things would go for typically, I don't know if that would factor into it or not.
0: Um, I would count that uh, I would count that towards a stunt.
2: Uh, so one or two
0: dice. Uh, uh, two dice. Uh, so as far as that you can tell, he is being uh, he's being absolutely truthful to you uh about his uh about the amount of money that it would cost.
2: He wouldn't be giving any visual cues to whether he's lying or not, would he?
0: Um, not. not- you can discern. He does not appear to be lying to you. He appears to be telling the uh, the, the truth about how much that everything is going to cost. Yes, well, um, if you all could get uh, could get the funds together for uh, 18 million yen before the end of the month, I would be happy to just sell it to you. Uh, we would be making a rather large profit for the tricon in that case. If not you all can uh, certainly show up at the uh, at the auction uh, at the end of the month and uh, do your best to, to win the, uh, the, the the story.
2: And you said the starting bid would look to be about nine million because typically the starting bid and the buyout price aren't the same
0: uh, correct yes uh, we're looking to start it at nine million where uh, we're lowballing it a little bit. Uh, considering that trade hasn't been as lucrative lately, but we're going to see what we can do. And hopefully that will uh, be enough to uh, help out with the uh, with a lot of the other things going on.
2: <sighs>
1: Brendan, I want to do something kind of spicy. Okay. I'm going to look to the guy and kind of like lean back put my hands in my pockets, not being like rude in my words, but being sure of my words and be like, I bet you'd take 15. If trade is that bad, then doubling your money for the bid is eh. Eh. 15 sounds more reasonable, don't it? More realistic?
0: I mean, we'll we'll take what we can get, but it's uh... It's...
1: <sighs> I, I, also, I, realistically, well. you probably won't get 15 for the auction. You're probably not going to double your money starting with, with the starting bid probably not 15 if you're lucky but it's a guaranteed 15. But that's my pocket you
0: know? well you know I, I I would say that I would be willing to agree with you uh young man if uh if you all weren't the uh the third group of dragon Ball that had come in to uh to my office today looking f- to buy that uh that property
3: Divine's gonna make eye contact with uh Ricky and as he starts to speak and rifle through his pockets but how many of those groups of dragon-blooded have uh come offering a down payment and then put whatever his split of the money was just on the guy's desk just a big old wad of mountain of cash
0: he stares at the cash that is just suddenly put on his table. You can see his eyes are darting back and forth as that he rapidly calculates how much is on there.
1: Cody, we'll say that I like, since you were kind of going to do, do some of the talking when we got here, I'll say that I kept like 100,000 of it and gave you the rest. So that would be 338,000 yen
3: gotcha so I'd throw out three hundred twenty eight and keeping my original ten thousand investment
1: so I'm gonna go ahead and mark off that I only have one hundred thousand now so I have the exact number
0: oh well you all would be the uh you all would be the second group to uh put a down payment but you're certainly putting down a, a larger one than the other one did
3: and the uh the other group what what did they uh are they representing anyone or Speaking for themselves.
0: They were speaking for themselves. At least that's what it seemed like. Hey, uh, A good realtor doesn't give away his other clients' information. It's all confidential, you see.
3: I see. So I think I've figured out two of his... I, I wouldn't... Uh, I would never ask someone such as yourself to... Betray the high standards Upheld by the city
0: Tell you what, uh, you all seem like A bunch of Upstanding citizens um, If you all can get me uh, You said uh, He looks to Ricky and he just kind of goes He said 15 million If you all can get that to me uh, Five days before the auction I'll be willing to uh, I'll be willing to drop it down To that price uh, that'll save me in fees anyway. So I won't have to deal with setting up for I won't I won't have to deal with setting up for drinks and services and have to deal with any of the any of the bread taxes or anything like that. Ricky just nods. Well then, is there anything else that uh that I can help you all with. Uh, can I get a... I, I, I met Mr. Miss Ferris. Uh, what about the, the rest of you? Do you all have a company name that you're looking to put down for this? Or should I just expect uh, Miss Ferris to get that money to us within uh, within a few weeks?
1: Ricky just kind of looks at everyone else.
2: You can put my name down for now.
0: All right. Uh, Ferris, uh, what's your... What's your family? Is Ferris your family name, or is that your uh, your given name? Could I get a, a full name here?
2: I'm gonna do the uh, stick my chest out thing, kind of stand up tall again, uh, put my hands back in that uh, formation of power, talking, and uh, look down at my nose at him, and just go. It is Resh Ferris.
0: You can see a sudden wide-eyed realization as that you say your name and he nods. Oh, I see. Okay, well then, uh, Fresh Ferris will, uh, put you down. Uh, hopefully I will be seeing that money within, uh, a few days before the, uh, the auction's to start. And if not, I guess it will see you all at auction. You know, you're not the only people from the clan trying to get that uh, that story, right?
1: Interesting information. So I guess you're not guidance you can too closely, are you?
0: Well, you know, I'm not exactly a huge fan of your type, but... Oh, you do. Is that so? Well, yeah, you're, you're criminals.
3: Eh. We're, we're not all criminals. We just enjoy each other's company.
0: Whatever helps you sleep at night. Well then, I guess I'll be seeing more of you all around town.
3: We'll uh, we'll try to keep trouble down to a minimum.
0: Please do. I, I'd appreciate it if we didn't have to call in the uh, the the Delzhen Riders to come and do a clean sweep of the city. You know, the Tricon's not super into having to do that. What with the realm not being able to keep us protected uh, lately.
3: That's what we're here to do, because, you know, the realm's useless.
1: Although there is an attempt to stifle it, a small, audible chuckle cannot be kept silent from Ricky if he turns around and gets ready to leave with everyone else.
0: Oh, uh, before you go, Miss, uh, Miss Resh Farish, uh, my name is, uh, Tatemano Samir. Uh, you, you can call me Shamir if you want. Uh, if you'd ever like to, uh, get, uh, Get get tea. Uh, I'm always open to having a lovely lady such as yourself by my side.
3: Oh yeah, that'll that'll be fun, Ferris. We can double date with his secretary downstairs.
2: Thank you, Samir, for the offer. I will uh, keep that in mind.
0: All right then. Uh, enjoy your stay in in the tower, and uh, make sure you don't make too much uh, too much of a problem in Chirskiro. Have a great day.
2: I will turn with. And, walked
0: out. and you guys go to the elevator, and that's where the, and you guys now have a good idea of just how much actual fucking money you have to get. Thank you all for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not give us a follow on Twitter for more updates as to when we'll be releasing episodes. You can also give us a like or review on your podcast app of choice. Just a few quick button clicks and you can help us defeat the dreaded algorithm boss. The theme song for this game was Main Theme by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2019, used under a Creative Commons license. And hey, for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. and we're going to stop it there for the night. Yeah.
2: Brendan, I love you. I hate that voice so fucking much.
0: I excuse me out so bad.
1: I think it's great actually. I think it's very uh it it, it speaks well to the character. I think oh it's very God. well done. Very
2: appropriate. It's, it's very appropriate, but I could not wait to get out of that conversation because Brendan, like,
1: you remember you watched uh, you watched King yeah. on Asher, right?
0: Uh yeah, yeah, I did.
1: All I can hear is the drunk dude
0: Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I have a name, and it's a good one.
2: We've been literally sitting and making that joke since I asked.
0: It's like walking out from a hot day into a fully air-conditioned apartment that has not been opened all day. Oh,
3: Oof. I can only get but so erect. The good stuff. <laughs> for
0: me to, for me to stable Lucille? Oh yes, yes, there is absolutely a place for you to stable Lucille. Thanks.
3: In the lobby.
1: Taking up space as
3: always. (laughs) Yeah, totally pointing this interaction off on Britt. You got this.
2: I just told Christina, I can't even talk my way out of a plastic or paper bag. So this will be great.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But you've seen what happens when I try to use my socialized stuff without adding, uh... Without adding, uh charms to it. Even though I've got all the dots, if I don't add a charm, it's gonna be, like, a one. Take it for the team.
2: How many dots do you have in Charisma and Manipulation?
3: Uh, th- Three in Charisma, four in Manipulation, with five in Socialize.
2: I have two in Charisma, four in Manipulation, and one in Socialize.
3: Yeah, so you just gotta, you know, Assert your dominance to get that extra die.
1: I'm pretty sure asserting your dominance is presence.
3: Yeah, but as long as she's using the advice I give her, she can apply it to any role. That's how dumb it is. Christina,
1: Christina, what's your charisma?
2: Oh, you're cute. If you think I'm playing a social character, uh, my charisma's two.
1: Wow, my charisma's is actually the highest. My charisma's four. That's what pre- that's what presence is based off of.
2: My. Yeah. My social stats are my dumb stats. That Mine actually
1: wondering. are, too. Charisma is the only one that isn't absolute trash.
2: So to give you an idea, um, I have two Strength, five decks, four Stamina, two Charisma, three Manipulation, two Appearance, four Perception, five Intelligence, three Wits.
3: I kept mine a little more balanced this time around, but my strength is Absolute Garbo at 1.
1: Strength 2, Dexterity 4, Stamina 4, Charisma 4, Manipulation 1, Appearance 2, Presence 2, Intelligence 4, Wits 5.
2: I got Strength 2, Dex 5, Stamina 4, Charisma 2, Manipulation 4, Appearance 3. Perception 3, Intelligence 2, Wits 3. My big thing for this character had to be um, mental stats and you need that dex and stamina if I'm gonna survive. Because I don't get to wear armor with my abilities. My only thing that sucks is my strength, which is what my stuff's based off of before I go into form. Once I go into form, everything's based off of Intelligence.
1: Oh. I found a video of a hyena trying to grab a watermelon floating in a pool of water.
2: It's precious. Wonderful. So, what's the game plan for this? Am I just going to tell them to give us the thing and be done with it?
1: I don't. I mean, I think we're trying to make a purchase. We're trying to acquire a price for that purchase.
3: Yeah, and. So, we trying need you to the-
1: get us a low price on that purchase.
3: Well, it's an auction, but we need to put on airs that, you know, we're worth him explaining what's up for sale to us and not have him, you know, throw us out on the street like the bums we are. Well, you
1: I I may actually (laughs) want... You may actually want to introduce me as someone, not myself, because I look like kind of a street ruffian and probably make your case worse.
2: I also am curious how well they get along with, like, my family, or clan.
3: Well, our biggest...
1: About to, about to learn today.
3: Yeah. Like, I mean, they work for the con, so they're probably not stupid corrupt. So, they probably don't have too many guild ties. And if they do have guild ties, I can, uh... I've got, like, just enough, uh... moats to damage those guild uh, intimacies.
1: All right, I am back.
3: But
0: yeah, just feel it out. See how it goes. You got you guys giving Britt a pep talk while I was away.
3: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna wing it. Also, side note, out of character. God damn. I know, right? Wait, I've got the solution. I'll pull
2: out my demon dice in front of the exorcist. It must in fact be the money.